The comments heard on The View from a Pew are those of Mac McCoy and are not necessarily the opinions of his guests, his producer Garth, any one particular denomination or religion, the church lady, Mr. Lemke, Pastor Craig, or anyone else of sound mind and body. Now, here is today's The View from a Pew, heard all around the world on YouTube. Just search for The View from a Pew. I'm calling the angels down. I'm storming the gates of hell. Tell the devil he don't own my soul. I'm taking back what the enemy stole. Welcome back. I'm Mac McCoy, along with my guest host today, Gary Hutchins, from Sunny Slope Church here in Omaha, Nebraska, about a block north of 108th and uh, Maple. Uh, this is still View from the Pew. You know, you notice that it's still Emily reading our disclaimer, but I, I, I don't know how other to say this, but I'm just feeling led that God wants this program to help you, my listeners, my, my club here, to learn about spiritual warfare. And as I like to say, it's not about widgets. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. It's not about witches and Ouija boards. A lot of people think that and horoscopes and all that. No, this is real. And if you don't recognize that it's real, that's why we're doing this show. Because if you don't know you're being used by Satan to move away from God and move people away from God. Folks, that's the football game. That's the game. That's the whole reason that the devil does all this. He's out of heaven. He'll never have salvation. He knows he's, the clock is ticking, and just like nobody knows when Jesus will return, neither does he. His goal is to take as many souls away from God as he can. Now, he may win a battle or two, but he'll lose the war. You may be involved in that. My guess is you are. Everybody, some way, is being used by Satan in a way to move people away from God. And we're talking today about respect for God and Christ. That's one of the ways we believe that uh, Satan has really messed with our morality uh, here on the face of the earth. And my guest host is Gary Hutchins from Sunny Slope, uh, 9.30 and 10.30 on Sunday mornings, 6 o'clock on Sunday nights, and Wednesday at 6.30. Gary, welcome back. Nice to see you. Good to be back with you, Mac. Yeah, it really it is. feels good to have you here. So when you said the first show was going to be about respect for God and Christ, unpack that for me. Well, you know, the basic theme of this whole series that you're wanting to do, and this is just the kickoff section of that, is tell the devil we're taking it back, whatever it is, and you're going to cover a whole lot of different specific topics. But this one is morality. We're going to take back morality. At least that ought to be our mindset, take back morality. And so it begins with, we have to, we have to begin with respect for God and for Christ. Now you think about for a whole lot of people, and I'm not talking about a smattering, you know, percentage here and there, and here's a guy over there, there's a woman over there. I'm talking about an incredible number or percentage of the population of this country, especially, this is where we live, so we know this better than anywhere else. 
almost all the time a whole lot of people talk about God or Christ, it's in the framework of cursing and swearing and profanity. Yeah. Otherwise, they hardly ever mention God's name or Christ's That's name. That's right, except in profanity. You're right. Yeah, and it goes along with what Jesus said in Matthew 7, verses 13 and 14, that there are two ways through, through life. One is a narrow way of truth that leads to life, and he says few people are going down that pathway. The other is this broad way that leads to eternal condemnation and hell or eternal destruction spiritually, and he says most people are going that way. And most people, when I say most people, a huge percentage of people, when they talk about God or Christ, they're swearing, they're cursing. And they're, for some, in some way, they think using the name of the Lord or using the name of God gives further emphasis to their profanity. It makes it more, I guess, more emphatic in their yeah. mind. And they're playing right into the devil's hand. He's got them. He's yeah. got them. When I'm watching a TV show or a movie, and I, even before I knew Jesus, I was not a swearer because I'm on the radio and I'd mess up and say yeah. something horrible. Yeah. But um, I can't believe it sometimes when they say this in movies and TV, and it's just for effect, and it's for a negative effect. Yep. Now, when you and I started talking about this, uh, I said there are some people on this side and some people on that side. But you add up both sides, and it's everybody, right? Everybody is either being affected by God or following God's will, or they're not, and the other not is Satan. There are only two pathways through life, and yes. you're exactly right. You're in one or the other. There is no middle road. Yeah, and that's why I don't like the term free will, because that term tells me that I've got a third option, and that's my will. Well, if I'm doing my will, I hate to tell you that's Satan's will. That's correct. If we're doing God's will, and, and let me just tell you, as a guy who lived uh, riding and walking with Satan for 50 years and didn't know it, this is a lot better side. You know, I had once, once a friend of mine, an old drinking buddy actually, would say, but it's no, I, I, you're having no fun in your life. I said, you have no idea how much fun I have. You have no idea how much peace that I carry with me to share with others. You know, I, before I began preaching full-time, before I went to school and studied for the ministry, I was, I was in the grocery business. I was in the grocery business for many years. When I left that, that particular profession, I was in management. And, you know, we had a security guard who was actually a policeman on the Chicago police force, because that's where I lived at that time. And uh, he said to me one day on the job, he said, I think he said, you know, you don't drink, you know, you don't, he probably said at that time, you don't drink, you don't smoke, you don't curse, you don't mess around with women because I was married. He said, what do you do for fun? And I thought, you mean I have to put my marriage in jeopardy Yeah. to have fun? Yep. That's what you call fun? Yep. Or I have to get out and get drunk and lose control of myself to have fun? Yeah. No, I, I, I have a lot of fun. Anybody around me very long, they, they know that I have, a, I have a good time in life. Well, and, you know, I partook in a lot of those things. But I didn't realize I was following Satan. I thought I was following me. I was my own God. And when I, I can't speak for anybody else, but when Jesus came along and said, Hey, McCoy. You're mine. 
I never thought twice. I never questioned whether I could deny that because I, I, I couldn't, kind of like Paul on the road to Damascus. You know, he didn't ask. Uh, Jesus didn't ask him, hey, would you like to follow me? He said, get up, let's go. But the things that I thought were fun were destructive. Yeah, and, and, and Peter, the apostle, when he wrote First Peter, he put it, he put it this way, and, and, and he really got to that point about it being destructive, self-destructive. He said, be diligent or be aware. Your adversary, literally meaning one who stands against you or is your enemy, the devil walks about like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. And then he says, resist him steadfast in the faith. So the devil, he's not this cute little guy about four feet tall in red flannel pajamas and, you know, cute little horns and a tail that's, that's forked at the end or whatever, uh, walking around like a cartoon character. He is the most fierce, bloodthirsty enemy you can imagine. Yep. And there's no image that we can conjure up that would be awful enough to describe what he is in relation to you. He is your worst enemy. Sin is mankind's worst problem. It's not global warming. It's not <laughs> pandemic. You know, it's, it's not overpopulation. It's sin because the wages of sin is death, Romans 6 and verse 23. My uh, co-host today is uh, Minister Gary Hutchins from Sunny Slope in Omaha, Nebraska, 9.30 and 10.30 on Sunday morning, Sunday evening at 6 o'clock, and Wednesday at 6.30. This is still The View from a Pew, but we've got a new series that we're doing. You know, uh, you might do a four or five or six-week series on a certain topic in your sermons. There are churches that will do a year's worth of series. We're somewhere in the middle with this, because the program's still The View from a Pew, but as you heard in our new uh, theme song, what we're talking about is spiritual warfare, and the words that caught my attention that helped me uh, hear God telling me or feel God telling me, listen, Mac, you know spiritual warfare, and you know it's not Ouija boards and witches, it's the real deal. I'm asking for you to talk about that on your radio show with the pastors around the area. Now, these are the words. These are the words, and I'll play a little bit of it for you. Um, no, I can't do that. Um, I I'm calling the angels down. It's in my theme song. I'm storming the gates of hell. Tell the devil he don't own my soul. I'm taking back what the enemy stole. I'm raising the battle cry. I'm holding the banner high. With the power of the Holy Ghost, I'm taking back what the enemy stole. And this series, this series is about different things that the enemy has taken from us. And the four or five shows that Gary and I are going to do this week are on respect for God and Christ. And, and we have other ones later. We're going to talk about sexual morality. We're going to talk about honesty and integrity. We're going to talk about faith and being faithful. Now, we said at the beginning of the show is the people who only use God's name in swearing, yes. that's kind of a giveaway. You know, I've got a friend of mine who will say GC and GD about every third sentence, but he would tell you that he follows Jesus and that he prays to Jesus. 
And one day we were on a long car ride because I had him there. You know, he couldn't jump out the car and leave me. I said, don't you realize that that's Satan living within you, taking the Lord's name in vain? You know, you might as well put a JC or a GD after your prayers when you say amen. Because that's kind of one of the most obvious, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. And, and you think about the very second commandment within the original Ten Commandments in yeah. Exodus chapter 20. The very second one, you shall not take the name of the Lord your God in vain. For the Lord will will not hold him guiltless who takes his name in vain. Now, that's basically repeated in Leviticus 18 and verse 21, Leviticus 19 and verse 12, Leviticus 21 and verse 6. Uh, and, and then you get into another statement that helps us understand why that is such an important commandment and why we ought to respect God that way, because God's name is holy. He's, it's holy. You know, Isaiah chapter 6 and verse 3, and here it is in early in Isaiah's prophecy, one cried to another and said, holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory. We're talking about the creator here. And we're talking about the one who is, again, the very basic fundamental standard of true goodness. You take God out of the picture, there is no goodness. You can yeah. say, well, oh, no, it, what's good for society? Well, you, you say what's good for society, somebody else may say example, exactly the opposite. That's right. And it's just as authoritative as what you just said because you have no basic standard for goodness. And we, we see that same pronouncement in Revelation 4 and verse 8, holy, 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 that's God. That's his name. And for us to re- disrespect him by, the, by using his name in the ways you were just pointing out that your friend used, and I've heard it all my life, yeah. it makes me cringe. Yeah. It, it, I feel bad for them. Yes. And, and sometimes they will apologize to me. And I say, you're not offending me. You're offending God. And I just hate that you're doing that and not realizing it. Here's another thing I've learned, and this makes a lot of sense. One of the things we say every once in a while is, well, shame on you. Shame on you. Well, who invented shame? Satan. God does not shame us. God does not want us to feel guilty. So when we say shame on you, we're really putting the devil on you to uh, shame you. And so I don't ever say that anymore. And when I hear it, hmm, that's too bad. They're... They're putting the devil's wish on me. Well, a person, we have, okay, the way God, God created mankind absolutely unique from everything else he created, okay? You can look at a, you like dogs. I I like dogs too. Some people like cats, you know, some people like birds. They'll have them in a cage in their living room. I like birds and cats together. Yeah. I I don't have to feed the cat then. (laughs) Yeah. And... But, you know, I like animal life. I, I, I love just standing in front of a forest and looking at the trees, yeah. especially now when the, the snow is all on the ground and on the branches and everything. But none of that is created like man. God created us with a soul, Genesis 1, verses 26 yep. to yep. 27. And as such, he created us with a conscience. We have an an inherent understanding of right from wrong. Yep. 
And when we do wrong, we need to feel guilty because that's where our conscience works. But so many people, like your friend, okay, they use God's name in vain over and over, or as you say, Jesus Christ, you know, in a profane way, flippant way, disrespectful way. And they say it so much, they don't even think about it. Yeah, they don't hear it. And, but they need to understand you are, you are breaking commandments from God laid out for us repeatedly in his word, and you're disrespecting who God is. And that's one of the things we need to take back. We need to take back morality in what we say and what falls out of our mouth. Um, you know, some people say, well, that's a dirty word. That's a dirty word. The real dirty word is when you take the Lord's name in vain, and that's what we should remember. I'm Mac McCoy with my co-host, Minister Gary from the Sunny Slope, and want to thank our worldwide sponsors, and that, of course, is Divine Truth Christian Store at DivineTruthChristian.com. Anything you want, they can get it for you, and you'll deal with one of the family members at Divine Truth Christian Store. Remember, it's DivineTruthChristian.com. Thanks for listening to this session of Take It Back. Uh, Gary and I will be back tomorrow as we talk about, uh uh-oh, sexual morality. We need to take back what Satan has done to us, making sex so dirty. God invented it, but he didn't invent it for what we use it for. All right, I'm Mac McCoy. If uh, I'm not here tomorrow in 24 hours, you can go out and look for me. But if you really want to find me, find Jesus, because I'll be with him.